1964, the St. Louis Cardinals were the preseason favorites to win the National League pennant. General Manager Bing Devine had put together a balanced and talented team of young and older players, but by the All-Star break, the team, despite a mid-season trade with the Cubs for Lou Brock, was struggling to play winning baseball. In August, frustrated owner Gussie Bush, prompted by his special assistant Branch Rickey and broadcaster Harry Carey, decided to fire Bing Devine. Bush agreed to let manager Johnny Keene finish out the 1964 season, but he had already decided to replace Keene at season's end with Leo DeRocher. What Gussie Bush didn't expect was a Cardinals team that surged in the last third of the 1964 season. Led by the clutch hitting of Ken Boyer, Bill White, and Dick Grote, and the strong starting pitching of Bob Gibson, Ray Sadecki, and Kurt Simmons, the Cards went on a desperate, seemingly impossible pennant drive in late September and won the National League pennant on the last day of the season. The Cardinals went on to meet the New York Yankees, led by Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, in the 1964 World Series. In a wild roller coaster World Series, the Cardinals defeated the Yankees in the seventh and deciding game in St. Louis on a courageous performance by Bob Gibson, who was pitching on only two days' rest. Gibson was named the World Series MVP, with his battery mate Tim McCarver finishing a close second. On the plane ride back to New York, Yankees manager Yogi Berra, who despite the World Series loss thought he had done a good job, contemplated asking management for a two-year contract extension. When he arrived in New York, the Yankees, instead of offering a contract extension, told Berra they had been fired because his team lacked discipline. In St. Louis, the Cardinals hastily scheduled a news conference where Gussie Bush was to announce that Johnny Keene would be returning to manage the Cardinals in 1965 after leading the team to its storybook finish. As Bush was headed to the rostrum, he was handed a letter that contained Keene's resignation as Cardinals manager. The next day, Keene signed a contract to replace Barra and manage the New York Yankees. Stung by Keene's resignation, the Cardinals decided to offer Red Shandance the job of managing the Cardinals. Shandance had been one of Keene's coaches in 1964. After two mediocre seasons and his job hanging in the balance, Shandance managed the Cardinals to the 1967 National League pennant in a World Series victory over the Red Sox. One out from victory, Gibson makes a supreme effort and Scott strikes out. The Cardinals win. They're the new world champion. Red Shandance, uh, I just loved him. Red was, was, was really a bright guy because he didn't try to manage us. He had a bunch of guys that knew how to play. And he would just sit back and watch. And when he had to make a move, he would do it. And I, I think about Red, I smile. The Cardinals won the pennant again in 1968, but lost the World Series to the Detroit Tigers. Here's a guy that, uh, that never went to college. He never took any kind of an MBA about uh, any kind of managing. And he knew more about managing. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It, basically, they're the same, okay? It doesn't matter if you're in the military or if you're a baseball or if you're the CEO of a corporation. Management is uh, putting people in the proper spot and then getting the heck out of the way and uh, letting them do their job. But to put the people in the right spots is the key to it. And Red had that phenomenal, phenomenal ability to do that. When Gussie Bush fired his general manager, Bing Devine, during the 1964 season, the Cardinals replaced Devine with Bob Housem, who was forced out by the impatient Bush at the end of the 1966 season. Any fear that Ray Shandance might have had of also losing his job 
was eased when his close friend, Stan Musial, reluctantly agreed to replace Housem and become the Cardinals' new general manager for the 1967 season. After the 1967 World Series victory, Stan Musial told the Cardinals that he was stepping down as general manager, though he would remain with the Cardinals as team vice president. Gussie Bush, admitting that firing Bing Devine in 1964 was a big mistake, asked Devine to return as Cardinals general manager. After the 1968 World Series, the Cardinals struggled in the 1970s. At the end of the 1976 season, Gussie Bush issued a brief statement announcing that Red Shanes was out after 12 years as Cardinals manager, the longest tenure in team history. The loyal and popular Shanes was shocked by his firing and said he was not offered another position with the Cardinals. After trying and failing to get the Pittsburgh Pirates managing job, Shanes took a coaching position with the Oakland A's. Red Shanes was traded as a player and fired as a manager by the Cardinals during his career, but he returned as a coach in 1979 and even became interim manager in 1980 and 1990. By the time of his recent death, the redhead had become one of the most popular and beloved figures, second only to Sam Musial in St. Louis Cardinals history. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.